BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. 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 Fucker. You fucker. Come on, say fucker. You fucker. Everybody in the car right now, turn the pod down for just a second and say fucker. And you'll you'll literally have the best day of your life. Marshall, you say fucker. Fucker. Yeah. Okay, now we're ready. Such a cutie patootie. You know that like story where it's like you're talking to God and you see the like footprints on the beach and then the guy's like, how come there's only one set of footprints here? Like you abandoned me. And God's like, no, that's when I carried you. That's you today with me. (laughs) I know I am lifting you up. You raised me up. Even though I almost got in a wreck on the way here. Mm. I just want everyone to know before a turn, you don't need to like rev up and go into the other lane to turn like you're not a truck wait what are those called something else why did i just forget that you're not like a huge truck like a flatbed yeah you're not a flatbed truck like it was she did it in a subaru i was like my love i would never honk at a woman but there's a first for everything and i just i had to honk i was like do not hit my car while i'm listening to all american bitch do you know why it's called a flatbed no because in the front of the truck, like the part with the the guy driving it or or girl or non-binary individual, in the back of that area, there's a, f- a bed. You can go like underneath and there's a full bed that they can sleep in while like while they're taking breaks. End of episode. Everyone just threw up. They just puked. That's my big announcement for the day. Well, my big announcement is that there is a new song on the top five songs of all time list here on Ride, and it's called Vertigo by Griff. This song, I sing it all day. I can't stop. I listen to it everywhere I go. And I am asking, I am pleading to the Baronies, you got to make me an edit. You know, daddy's tired. I've edited for like seven years now. You got to make this edit for me. I got microneedled this week. That's why I look a little insane. I was going to wear a jigsaw mask. So Griff, Vertigo, she has this intro and it says, You're scared of heights, that's Vertigo. You want to let's go see a show. And I need someone to make me one where it says, You're scared of love. And I want Serena Vanderwoodson to say, I gotta go. So mm-hmm. it would be like, You're scared of heights. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. 
So my birthday's right around the corner. You know what daddy wants. But you said the word pleading, which reminded me of the texts we're getting from the Democratic Party right now. Oh, my God. I got a text that goes, would it help if we begged? (laughs) I got an email this morning that said, hey, Benito, it's Carol King. I went, oh, I got so excited. And this harkens back to about four years ago when they emailed me, Benny, it's Gaga. Do you know how fucked up that is to send me an email that says, Benny, it's Gaga? I was so fucking sad. I almost registered as a Republican after I read that. She was emailing from the Democrats at Gmail? Yeah, because it was like before she sang this, you know, our girl was Biden strong. I think like it's a bad look. (laughs) (laughs) What are the Republican ones? Like they're like, hey, it's Satan. (laughs) No, they knock on your door and then they shoot you. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's Lucifer morning. They want to take our guns. (laughs) Yeah. Hope your guns are in a safe this morning. That's what makes them open it. But ours, it's hey, hey, Benny, it's Gaga. (laughs) Well, Carol King had a lot of nice things to say. So wait, like the singer? Yes. She. Yeah. Carol. Hey, Benny, it's Carol King. (laughs) period. They do this all the time. There was a Bruce Springsteen one too. In my head, I'm like, I guess that would be how they would get in touch with me. Yeah. Well, they have to get through to us somehow. Should we beg? Maybe. You going to post about it? They need Haley Steinfeld to send an email. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's Haley. A lot of people don't know this, but Hillary Duff sang at the Republican National Convention, I think when Bush ran a second time. Hmm. And this was when I was Republican. So if I found out a celebrity was liberal, I would kind of like them less. Mm -hmm. So like Sean Penn and I had a rocky few years. Oh, totally. How are you guys doing now? You know, it's (laughs) we never bounce back. Yeah, I was about to say, did it get better? It gets better. It didn't really get better. No, but I was so happy because I was like, oh, like worlds collide. My girl, Hillary. Hey, Obama. It's me, Hillary. Hey, Obama, it's me, Hillary, and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> hey, Benny, it's Hillary. Can we talk about Obamacare? <laughs> That's what it said in my in my AOL. What was your AOL? SpongeBen skin pants. I'm not kidding. <laughs> totally good. Yeah. And my brother's was like Jake the Snake or something. We had like really ones that led to a lot of pornographic emails sent our way. One of my first screen names was Tickled Pink 591. <laughs> 591. 591, month and year of birth. Terry's was NFL fanatic. Performance, like, is such an important part of life. Mm-hmm. The masks we wear, the jigsaw masks we wear throughout our lives. And on that note, should we get into our rides? Today, I'm going to be riding for Brown Noise. <laughs> and I'm going to be riding for Honest Conversations. Listen up, darlings. Let's talk about sex, babe. If you're not using vibrators or lube, you might be missing out. Big time. Enter stage right. I can see it now. Woo More Play, the all-natural sexual wellness brand that I guarantee will take your sex life from ordinary to orgasmic. Oh, God, that feels good. My top pick, the Coconut Love Oil Lube. It's organic, non-sticky, and smells like pure heaven. Plus, it's made with organic coconut oil, so it's edible. (gasps) Eat it up. Vanilla cupcake vibes, anyone? Trust me, you won't look back. And oh my God, the vibrators, Woo's got them. Don't, and they're don't even talk about the vibrators right now, girl. I swear. Choose from G-Spot or Clitoral Vibes to spice things up. Clitoral Vibes. Okay. I met someone and I go, oh my God, you're giving Clitoral Vibes. It's totally Clitoral. (laughs) Oh my God, don't be so Clitoral. Woo is giving you 20% off your purchase and randomly choosing orders that you... 
Wait, really? Woo is giving you 20% off your purchase. Keep all that. <laughs> Woo is giving you 20% off your purchase and randomly choosing orders that use our code to refund their entire purchase. Wait, that's like, it's kind of the lottery when you think about it. Totally. That's right. They're randomly choosing orders to completely refund. Head over to WooMorePlay.com and use code RIDE at checkout. That's WooMorePlay, W-O-O, WooMorePlay.com, code RIDE at checkout. Have fun. Oh, that feels just right. It must be Woo. <laughs> must be Woo. This time of year, leaves fall, schedules get chaotic, and basic human needs go on the back burner, like cooking because of that, sometimes my meals are more of a smorgasbord of what's left in my fridge and probably not super nourishing. I'll be the first to say it. <laughs> Mary Beth, what's something crazy you've been eating? Well, I'm a huge proponent of girl dinner. I didn't even know it was a thing. But then because my sister's been doing girl dinner for years with her kids. So last night I had prosciutto, which I panic bought when it was flooding in New York pickles, chips, hummus, and carrots. And that's like a meal to me. Hello, charcuterie plate. Instead of grabbing those random items left in my fridge, I could just be using Daily Harvest. I mean, I could get delicious, quick, and satisfying meals delivered right to my door. I love it. I have Daily Harvest in my freezer. And when people open, they go, oh, Daily Harvest. And I'm like, yeah, do you want one? It's literally, I swear to God, it's people are obsessed. They love it. They want a little smoothie. I'm like, yes, I'll put some almond milk in it and blend it up, bitch. They just go crazy. Daily Harvest keeps my stomach and, as I said, freezer full with options like fruit and veg pack smoothies, soups, and harvest bowls. I really love the soups too, I will say. Like it's just cozy and it's autumnal. Totally. And they also have tons of options for any time of day, like flatbreads, forager bowls, and bites. There's this um, apple and cinnamon forager bowl, period. Mm. That's all I'm going to say on mm. that. Just, I'm sorry. It's a taste of fall. Beautiful. And you should also know that by working directly with farmers, Daily Harvest secures the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in that always in season taste and just picked nutrition. What you see is what you eat. So keep yourself in your freezer full with hassle-free meals from Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash ride pod to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash ride pod for up to $65 off your first box. dailyharvest.com slash ride pod. Thank you, Daily Harvest. Thank you, Daily Harvest. Harvest yourself daily. daily. <laughs> New tagline. Wait, we can all harvest. Marketing. Emma Watson recently said it's not always the harvest. And I think about <gasps> that every day. Think about that. Think about we that. We love you, Daily Harvest. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Wait, where are we going? Who cares? Ride. Finally. This is huge. This is big. I've gotten a lot of requests for honest conversations. I'm going to let you go first and then I'm going to get into mine. Today, I'm going to be writing for Brown Noise. Man, <laughs> you are in a bad mood. I can just see in your eyes. Love you, kid. <laughs> love you, kid. It's I'm sorry. So... Can I explain why? Sure. First of all, I love medicine. I love modern medicine. I love going to the doctor and getting things taken care of. Mm -hmm. I don't love it, but do you love it? 
Well, I like getting it done because I'm like, oh, this is for my health. You know what I mean? I mean, in the next episode, I'll talk about my ingrown toenail. Yeah. So, I mean, we all have health scares going on right now. But I went to two doctor's appointments this week and one of them I had to I have to get a cyst removed and they were like, oh, you can't do that today. You have to do it at another appointment, which I'm like, okay, they could have told me that on the phone. And then two, I also want to get a new IUD, but I want to be knocked out for it because I get anxiety and it's really painful. Mm-hmm. And they messaged me today being like, so we actually can't tell you how much it will cost if you get knocked out for it. So if you want to call your insurance company and the hospital billing department, you guys can figure out how much it's going to cost, but we can't tell you. What, a three-way call? And I was like, okay, cool. So I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> what do I do about my fucking pushy? That's what you <laughs> what said when you walked into the hospital. All I want to do is call the hospital and it's Nina Drama wearing figs and just saying like, you're, they're going to take care of me. I'll say, no, Nina Drama would have her clipboard and she'd say, come with me. We're going to go just... Take care of your pushy, my love. Yes. I'm upset. At the end, she would knock you out. And as your eyes are starting to close and open, kind of close and open, mm-hmm. POV, you're you're starting to pass out. You're the What is it called? Morphine? Anesthesia. Anesthesia, Anesthesia. is starting to kick in. You see Nina Drama mm-hmm. and she goes, it's all going to be okay, my love. <laughs> and then Jigsaw's and mask then pops up. The-, <laughs> the Jigsaw face pops up. Well, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. This country is like a shithole and it's just crazy because we pay so much money in taxes. And that's why I texted you. I want to register Ride as a church (laughs) so we won't have to pay tax anymore and we can just donate money to the causes that we believe in. All of our taxes are going towards like militarization of the police. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we, you and I could be instead taking 30% or whatever of Mm -hmm. our earnings and putting it towards like helping trans kids get like life affirming care. No, I know. I want us to be the new Scientology. I've said it before and I'll say it again, but not in anything that they teach, just in how they did how they did the tax thing. They're so corrupt for that. We're the new Scientology. I am the economy. <laughs> Manjobi. Manjobi. So brown noise, it's a low frequency noise. And I listen to it when I am in bed and I sleep naked. So I'm naked in the sheets, getting bronzer all over the pillows. Terry will leave me one day and that's okay. And I'm fine with it. I will not move on. I will live alone. I get Daisy in the divorce. So brown noise came into my life and I I really do listen. You can attest to this. You can attest to this every time we have a sleepover. And it's so funny. You ask me every time as if like, one, as if it would bother me, which it doesn't. It actually is like really peaceful to sleep too. But two, I'm just like, after all this time, babe, you, you, you should feel like, You have all the autonomy in the world to turn on brown noise. Turf Hogwarts, you go after all this time and I go, always. (laughs) Fuck you, JK. Fuck you, JK. Are you watching JK? Fucker. I play it every night and brown noise came into my life in college because I lived with a bunch of straight guys. And you always get a few comments that it's like, not all straight men are like this. I never said that. I just said like straight men and that could be like a few of them. I don't know. But for the most part that I've experienced in my own personal experiences, which is like I've been through a lot, straight guys, they're making sounds at night. It's a symphony. Some of this happened, like kind of choking on their like Mm -hmm. breathing, snoring. It was a snorkestra in my room. I mean, at one point I started laughing because it was so bad and I just was not getting any sleep. How many people were in there? Oh, you couldn't imagine how many straight men they can fit in one room at Georgetown University. Three. Three men, six feet and over. Three men, six feet and over. I don't want to know what that smelled like. He, you, my love. Stinky, stinky. Not cute. I'll tell you that much. Also in college, it's like, you know, people like need the room for stuff. 
Like I had so many women I was bringing back to have sex with. So it's just like really hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, it must have been kind of nice if like you could have, if a girl came home with you and you were like, sorry, I can't, the room, oh, there's people Oh, you know I loved that excuse. <laughs> sorry, girl. I go, uh, so, oh God, sorry, all my guys are here. Uh, should we just like smoke some weed? Literally. <laughs> I think I, I got into weed so that I would not have to have sex with women. During this time, I was like looking up like, what do I play? Like, how do I actually sleep? Because I was like losing my fucking mind. I was also on Accutane at this time. So it was just kind of a whirlwind. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. It was all just a hubbubaloo. I remember at one point I was showering and my skin hurt so bad because it was so dry. And someone was literally having sex in the shower next to me. So it was me like quietly crying. Well, there was like, oh, oh, yeah. Like full. So college is actually so hard and no one really talks about that. (laughs) No, it's like demented. So I'm on Bing and I'm trying to find a sound to sleep to. And I find white noise. There's pink noise. White noise is really is pretty intense. I would say it's like TV static. And then pink noise is a little too soft. But then I find brown noise. And this is like ultimately 10 years ago. And immediately it was like peace. I stopped having honestly like intrusive thoughts before bed. It just the sleep was so deep. I found that I didn't like get like not night terrors as much, but my nightmares are not like other nightmares. My nightmares are like being late for stuff, missing a flight. Those are my nightmares or like ruining logistical night, ruining a piece of clothing. Yeah. So like the, the real stuff, brown noise comes into my life. It electrifies me at this point. Like I finally get sleep. I listen to it every night. I put my big beats on and I, you know, I conk. You slept with headphones on every night? Well, I had to because maybe that my other roommates didn't want to hear it. I mean, they should have known you were gay immediately. The fact that you're being that considerate. Yeah. I used to do this. I mean, <laughs> I would do that to wake them up. Isn't that so funny? Wait, do it again. I used to go like this. And then they'd go. <gasps> and I go, what? What is that? But yeah, I would wake them up and be like, oh, my God, what happened? What's up, baby? Go back to bed. I think snoring is something that we need to come up with better solutions for. Yeah, I don't think those nose tapes are helping. I would buy them for my roommates, too. Like, I would bring them nose tapes and be like, you know, surprise, put these on. And I also found these beeswax earplugs that were good, but then I couldn't hear my alarm. Like, I couldn't even oh. hear my own heartbeat. <laughs> it was like I, I was trapped in the void. So brown noise gave me the solution. And then... When, you know, once I started dating Terry right after college, I kind of tiptoed into being like, can I play this at night? <laughs> I want to show you something. That's what he showed I her. I show you something. <laughs> he, it's brown noise. It's brown noise. Aren't you so much more relaxed? Don't you feel so good? Doesn't it make you feel good inside? And now he loves it too. He's like, oh, are you going to play brown noise? Like sometimes he requests it. But I want to start like incorporating it into everyday life. Like if someone gives me the aux cord, I want to be like, I've got a new song for you guys. And I play Brown Noise. Bump the track. Bump the track. Real shit. Blast it. And just play that. Hey, Mr. DJ, <laughs> turn the music Put up. Put a record on. I want to dance with my baby. And then it goes. If I'm working on something, sometimes I'll play it because I get like less distracted I find that it's helpful with anxiety and OCD and and focusing. When this comes out, I'm going to share my favorite brown noise on YouTube. I'll share some of my favorite comments too. But some of the comments are really beautiful. Like people being like, this is like literally allowed me to sleep and like 
perform at my job. Like I was like going to lose my job. And it's like, actually Brown Noise is out here really making people feel good. She's that girl. She's been that girl. White Noise gets so much love and Pink Noise sounds cuter, but it's all about Brown Noise. It really is. One thing I've noticed is that you only have a YouTube video for this. You don't have an app or anything like a Brown Noise app. You'll just play an eight hour long YouTube video. Yeah, it's eight hours. And actually it's timed my sleep. Like I get eight hours because it ends and then I naturally wake up. It's pretty incredible. Sleep patterns are so inspiring to me. You go to bed at midnight and you wake up at eight. Every day. Every day. Except last night I was watching Selling OC. I can't say enough good things about brown noise. I love it. I think it's so helpful for sleep. I think it's helpful for work. I know some people play like rain sounds or whatever. That's like too aggressive. Like I like real rain. Call me a purist, but I like it when it really rains, Cad. There's just a peacefulness and what it's brought to my life. And I think the people around me, now everyone around me is, they're excited to sleep next to your guy because they're going to have a, a soundtrack. My sex playlist. Girl, I got something so good. I made this so good. What's the most embarrassing song that's ever come on while you're hooking up with someone? I don't know. I've never been a big playlist during Sex Guy. I got to hear it, girl. Okay. Well, you know, I'm talkative during it. I'll just say that. And I think everyone kind of knew that. Are you talkative? But there can, you can have both. <laughs> well, I definitely wasn't in college because I was like, scared. To say I was anything. so terrified. But I one time was hooking up with this guy in my dorm freshman year in Newton campus, mm-hmm. Boston College. And I had a playlist on. And then the song, How Does She Know from Enchanted came on. <laughs> so I had to levitate off my loft bed and turn it off. And along those same lines, I went to Harvard one night for a party. Mm-hmm. And I ended up like making out with this guy on the swim team. And while we were making out, the song Fireflies by Owl City came on. Oh, I would come. I had to puke. So I was in my thong and I... I <laughs> I ran to the bathroom, but I tripped over his legs. So I fell as well. Needless to say, we never hung out again. But the song Owl City Fireflies has always had a really special place in my heart. You would not believe your eyes. Eyes. <laughs> 10,000 fireflies. Wait, I literally want to perform that. I want to perform that for like schools. Lit up the word as I sell slip. <laughs> Oh my God, what a time. No, I'm also thinking about that enchanted song coming on and you're just like immediately like. And I'm just flying off the bed to press next because it starts with it starts with like a like a drum and it's like, how does she know that you love her? The Nepo baby that I was hooking up with, I was like, he can't hear this. He was probably on so many like pharmaceutical drugs. He had done so much coke. He's on Oxy. Um, He can't hear anything. He doesn't even know where he is. I'm like, oh no, what's he going to think? That's like so fucking funny. No, I don't have a particular song, but I did think recently, everyone's always like, my ancestors are up there looking down on me. And I'm like, God, I hope their spirits with me, but I don't think they need to see everything. Because the thought that my grandpa Ed has to watch me say, God, I love these balls. I can't live with that. I will say in purgatory, I know they're watching me. I bet I'm giving them quite a show. I mean, give them a show. You, wa- you wanted lights? Go see a show. You wanted lights? I want to shout out the Calm app because oh, totally. when I'm not having a sleepover with you and I don't have brown noise, mm-hmm. I use the Calm app, which my sister, I'm on her subscription because she gives me everything and more. Totally. She is so selfless. I have her Calm app logged in on my phone because they do these things called sleep stories. Mm-hmm. And so there's one about space that this actor from Star Trek does. He talks about space for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. That'll knock me out. 
I mean, it's fabulous. Yeah, that's sorry. Totally fabulous. Comap does great work. There's no doubt about it. LeVar Burton of Star Trek fame. Oh, incredible. He does a 47-minute sleep story, 47 minutes-ish. Don't quote me on that. Called Journey to the Stars. And I learned so much about space. And then sometimes I don't fall asleep by the end, but then I'll put on the Harry Styles one. And boom, lights out. Lights out, kid. This is my brown noise. This is why I'm so off my game today. I don't have my Tiffany check. Sweetie, but you got your local coffee shop check. I got my local coffee shop check. Mm, brown noise. I love you, girl. I'll be with you till my last dying breath. I can't. I literally cannot wait for when I'm in the hospital. All my girls are surrounding me. Mm-hmm. And I say, Taika. <laughs> I say, Taika. And they all say, Taika back. And then I say, dear media. <laughs> they say, love, love corn. corn. And brown noise is... <sighs> In the background. Murph. <laughs> There's one skincare brand quite literally on everyone's sexy lips right now, and that's the Inky List. Can you say Inky? Inky. Do you want those naturally fuller lips without actually getting lip filler? Hello. Try their new viral plumping lip balm. It is it is fabulous. I will just say this right now. With all the skincare products out there, we're constantly asking ourselves, do we need a toner? Is a 10-step routine really necessary? I mean, these are things I text you about all the time, Benny. And it's time to take the guesswork out of your skincare routine and find what's right for your skin with the Inky List. The Inky List is an award-winning, science-backed skincare brand that has the right ingredients at an affordable price to get the results you're looking for. You can get a whole new skin routine for under $30. And if you already know what you need, you can find products with ingredients that work, like retinol and vitamin C, without breaking the bank. Retinol, vitamin C. Okay. Right now, the Inky List is offering our listeners 20% off their purchase with promo code RIDE. Go to theinkylist.com, spelled I-N-K-E-Y, say Inky, Mary Beth. Inky. And use use promo code RIDE for 20% off your order. 20%, are you kidding? You could get an extra hyaluronic acid. You can get a whole new skin routine for under $30. That's theinkylist.com, promo code RIDE. Thank you, Inky List. Happy moisturizing, everyone. Your skin's glowing. It must be the Inky List. Inky List, thank you so much for partnering with us. We love you. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This week, I'm writing for Honest Conversations, and I feel like... In our society, honesty is not valued that much. And this is an idea that I, of course, got from reading Bell Hooks all about love. Mm -hmm. And she really urges people to be more honest, even when it's uncomfortable. So she kind of says this crazy thing that I never thought about, which is that like lying is sort of like one of the foundations of our society from big lies to small ones, Mm -hmm. big little lies to big, big lies. Mm -hmm. So when you ask someone, how are you? And they say, I'm good if they're not really good. Like, that's a small lie. Mm -hmm. But then it's like so many conversations are built around these tiny lies to just make people more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So an example she gives is that if someone gives you a gift and you pretend to like it, technically that is a lie. Yeah. But we need to value honesty more. 
So obviously, you know, you've seen my emails. I'm a huge proponent of honest conversations. I've seen that. And yeah. I think these can be really tough and really challenging, but <laughs> I've never regretted having an honest conversation with someone. I'm thinking of me to everybody. But did you see her emails? <laughs> but what about the emails? <laughs> Would it help if we beg? Would it help if we beg? Hey, Benny, it's Stevie Nicks. Hey, Benny, it's Brittany. <laughs> oh, if that happened... If it was Stevie Nicks or Britney, and honestly, Carol King, my stomach just drops to the floor. I'm like, yeah, girl, what, what's up? How can I help? <laughs> I think politicians, I was thinking about this. The only people worse, the only category of people that are probably worse and bigger liars than comedians are politicians. So that's something to think I'm about. I'm going to say that's definitely true. Honest conversation. So I have been with a horse girl for seven years. So I've learned a lot about honesty in that time. I am a people pleaser to my core. I'm youngest child. I I just, I feel so guilty. I definitely have like a lot of Catholic guilt from my Catholic school days. I never think of like being in the closet as a lie. I think that's kind of like a weird thing. It's just, it's, it's like different than that. But it's just, that's always so strange to me when people are like, it was like lying. Like, no, I, I don't know. That That's like different. I don't think that's lying. There's greater things at work there, I would say, than like lying. Well, that's like self-preservation. It's not. Totally. And I completely like split my brain into thinking like, no, I am straight. Like I really tried to like believe this technically lie. I would just say it wasn't, it wasn't truth, but that doesn't well, mean Well, you didn't lie. feel like you could safely be yourself. Exactly. It's been honestly like one of the greatest joys of my relationship is that Terry has taught me how to be more honest and he is honest maybe to a fault. I mean, horse girls read that and they go, what the hell is she talking about? Belle. I know. Belle, this is, I know. Belle, this They're isn't like, my we life. Don't, we don't identify. What are you talking about? Because horse girls, I mean, Terry can't even like, he's so bad at lying. He just kind of like makes a face so that he doesn't have to lie. But I think that people who are like that can get categorized as being blunt or abrasive. Like I'm very honest as well, mm -hmm. but it's, I just think people, because they're so not used to getting honesty from someone else, mm -hmm. they just see that as like being rude or being like a dick or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, no, I'm actually respecting you more. This is a sign of respect mm -hmm. that I'm being honest with you or I'm reacting in a truthful way. Yeah. And I think something I've been struggling with lately, because I do pride myself on being able to have these conversations, is I have a few people that are in my circle who... I am really struggling hanging out with because they don't ask questions, which is something we've talked about on our previous podcast. Yeah. And I don't know how to have an honest conversation with them that it's actually really tiring hanging out with them because uh -huh. I am, it's like I'm conducting an interview. It's like, if I'm not asking a question, it's silent. And I'm like, how do I have an honest conversation about somebody, somebody's lack of asking questions because we've talked about this too. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a question about me. No, it can be a question about anything. I have this great thing that I started getting push notifications from the New York times. And so I, I scroll through the headlines and I read like one in 20 something articles. Mm -hmm. And then if I, even if you just read the headlines, you have a few conversation topics to bring up. Mm -hmm. Go to the range and topic, go to the cinema, watch a movie, go to music, go to the fashion blogs. I mean, I know everyone's on the fashion blogs. This is why I think we all really need your hospitality book. I just I think I, I really want everyone. I, I have a hard time thinking Baronis don't ask questions, to be perfectly honest. But I do think it's a bit of an epidemic. 
I'm like, I, I really it? am out here at parties being like, why do I know your entire CV? And I'm like, no, I was definitely interested in talking to you, but this is a conversation. It's two way. And if you really don't want to ask anything, you shouldn't be in conversations. Like you should just go Don't home. go to parties. Don't go to parties. Yeah. Yeah. Go home. Go be an introverted extrovert somewhere else. Yeah. Not here. Because it my you know, my back hurts from carrying all these conversations. Oh, and then I said, maybe for our merch we should have little business cards that say it's your turn to ask a question. So <laughs> if you're in a conversation with someone and they're not asking questions, you can just slip them a card. And it's like a funny little cheeky way yeah. of like having an honest conversation. I was at dinner the other night mm -hmm. and a person was invited who I didn't know. And as soon as they got to dinner late, by the way, yeah, Jesus. we talked the entire dinner about them just recently breaking off a situationship. And it was staggering to me how comfortable this person was just talking about that for the entire dinner and not asking. I had never met this person before. In fairness, when I said I'm getting an Uber to leave because I was going to go to a party, but I was so tired by the end of dinner, I just didn't even feel like it. Mm -hmm. When I got an Uber to leave, they did ask me, oh, where do you live? <laughs> well, that might have been just so that they could get in the car <laughs> and get a yeah, ride just, up that had nothing to do with actually wanting to know where you live. I think it's a little bit of a world of narcissism that social media has built of yeah. like everyone being their own like brand and and there isn't like a natural interest in other people and communicating and connecting. I don't think that that's like a thing as much as maybe it was previously because like if my parents or Terry's parents are like any, I feel like parent, our parents are so good at socializing and yeah. we're just not. They're very socialized. Yeah. And I'm like, we have so much anxiety about it. And it's like, well, no, it's it's really good if you ask questions. It's It, it can actually be a really nice time to connect, I will say. We're so in our own heads about like building our businesses <laughs> that we're not asking a single question. But I'm asking questions. So I'm not including myself in that group. Sorry, that's just crazy. You brought this up on our last podcast. Yeah. And it wasn't even something that I had really been conscious of. And now I'm so hyper aware of it. Once you see it, I'm so sorry, Baronies. Once you see it, you're going to... You can't unsee yeah, it. You're going to literally, you're going to stop talking to your family. It's really hard. But I do think that we need to be having more honest conversations and then it won't be so jarring and it won't hurt people's feelings to hear honest feedback or responses to things because we'll get a little bit more used to it. I'm not saying like drag people through the mud needlessly. That's like not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I just think that if there's something you've been wanting to talk about with someone, whether it be, you know, a dynamic you have with a friend or mm. with a partner. I've said this before. Edward was the first person I dated after being single for five years who I was honest with from the beginning. Yeah. From day one, I was saying what I needed. I was being vulnerable and I was like just being upfront. And I am so glad I was because then we didn't build this like communication and this relationship and dynamic on something that like wasn't giving me what I needed. But I it wouldn't have happened that way if I was like withholding so much. Well, nothing makes me more happy than you saying that because communication is key. And I feel like what makes me sad sometimes, I feel like this happens a lot in straight relationships where they're like, oh, I, I like can't say that in front of him or like they, you know, I'm like, what? No, that's like what a partner is for. You're supposed to say everything, everything like that's the point. It can say a lot about the relationship you're in or the people you're surrounding yourself with. If you feel like you have to lie all the time and you can't have honest conversations, I find that they really do. Yeah. Lead to like the greatest breakthroughs and deeper connections. I'm not going to ride or die yet, but there's something pretty life changing when you stop feeling like you have to like lie all the time. But I think that's also a little bit from like older generations of everything's good. We're all good. The house is good. We're ha everyone's happy. We're all good. 
And it's like, oh, no, we're not. We're down so bad. We're in this weird generation where we are aware of the problems, but we still feel the need to like put up a facade totally. if we're not doing well. Yeah. That's why I think visibility is important. And it's like people being honest about what they're struggling with. Mm -hmm. I think that just opens up a lot of like freedom to talk about these things. There's also a lot of great, positive, honest conversations you can have. Like I have this thing where at a show, if if a comedian before me goes and I don't like their set, I cannot lie. Mm -hmm. But when I see a comedian whose set I love, I'm always telling them I'm trying to be more upfront with compliments lately because I think these are really nice things. I don't say them or like messaging people congratulations mm -hmm. when they have this like big career win. It's like yeah. those things. That's a great way to practice being honest, too, is like by doing it in a positive way as well. It doesn't always have to be bad news. I completely agree. It's the give the flowers. Give the standing O. My freaking give goodness. Give the standing O. Come on, fuckers. You fucker. You fucker. You have to say fucker more. That's honestly being honest. If somebody in a conversation <laughs> hasn't asked a single question, just go fucker and then see hey, what that fucker. does. But wait, what are we seriously going to do about people who don't ask questions? Because I came this close because I knew I was never going to see that person again mm -hmm. that was I was at dinner with the other night. I came this close and you can't see, but my fingers are touching. Yeah. This close to saying, did you want to ask anything about like anyone at the table? I think she would. It would have blown her mind. Honestly, I do think every now and then maybe you can just electrify somebody. I mean, Haley Steinfeld did it to an entire record label. So she's inspired <laughs> a lot of us. You can ask me a question. Are you going to ask anything? When I start to get into, so how did you know you and your boyfriend were like meant for each other? You know, I'm like, we're, okay, come on. Come on, baby. We're digging deep here. I know your entire upcoming schedule for the next six months. Yeah. And you've made me less interested because I know that you have, you don't give a fuck about anyone else around you. So I'm like, oh, I'm not interested in you now as a person because I just think you're like so selfish and shitty. So like, but now again, I'm out. it's like, it doesn't even have to be about me. It can no. be like, have you seen the text the Democrats have been sending? And I'm like, oh my God, that, yes, that's crazy. Let's talk about that. Ask about Terry. Ask about Mary Beth. To me. Ask about Benny. I seriously. swear to God, if you ask me about Mary Beth, I'm good for the night. Well, I could go for days, we love. Isn't she the best? She's so funny. You know, a lot of people think she'd be like a cold bitch, but she's not a cold bitch. She's actually sweet and fine. I just want people to be happy. I want people to be happy. I want people to care about each other more. And <sighs> Marshall, what are we going to do, kid? Let's get into ride or die. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be an easy one. You know what you are, Mary Beth? Bisexual? Well, yeah. But you're also my ride or die. Ride or die. I ride so hard for brown noise. I love that it helps put people's minds at ease. I love that it helps people sleep. You know, I ride so hard for sleep. I think anything that you need to get you to sleep, as long as it's not hurting anyone. Mm -hmm. Hurting anyone. You should absolutely take advantage of. Brown noise is accessible to everyone. It's free. And yeah. I think that if you haven't tried brown noise, I know it's hard sometimes to introduce a new step to your routine, mm -hmm. but don't try to resist things that will make your life easier. Completely agree. Also, on your note of it being free, whoever uploaded the eight hour brown noise that I'm going to post, they did no ads, which is so sweet. It has millions of views and they did no ads so that the person could sleep through the whole night. It really is beautiful. Oh the fact that they did no ads so that we could all sleep. It's like there are good people out there. We got to remember that. There kid. are. You just have to find them. I think some people just need to wake up. Wake up. Come on. Care about people. Give a shit. I should start doing that. Give a shit. Fucker. Can that, and then walk can that away. be what we do when someone's not asking questions? Hey. You're going to say anything about my outfit or what, kid? 
<laughs> so are you going to ask about Mary Beth or that's what I'm going to say. I ride for honest conversations because I didn't have them until later in my life. And I think they've changed my life in a lot of ways, not to get too earnest on this pod, but I think they're beautiful. Like everything, there can be a little moderation. You don't have to say everything to everyone. A conversation is between two people who decided to be in it together. So totally. that's what I mean by that. I don't really need the honesty on things that I'm, you know, didn't ask you for. I think they're so beautiful. So such amazing things can happen at the end. I will say, I guess the most honest conversation I've ever had was when I came out to my mom and it was pretty electric. I have to say it was like really beautiful. Or like when I came out to my best friend, that was a really honest conversation. That was like, it's actually sometimes makes me sad that people can't feel like the euphoria of that feeling because it is so like cut and dry. Like I have finally let out this thing that was so big in my head. I think it was like Frank Ocean had this Tumblr letter. Do you remember that Tumblr letter where he talked about like being mm -hmm. in love with someone? And he said like sometimes things feel so big in your head and then when they're put out, they, they're smaller. And that's kind of what it felt. It's like I had just built up all these like anxieties and all these scary things. And then you put it out and it does feel smaller because it's just like you have someone to share it with. And it that's what's so beautiful about honest conversations. So this might be one of my favorite, one of my favorite rides of yours, I will say. Trust that the people in your life can handle what you need to say yes. to them. Like trust that you can have that honesty. And if it's someone that can't react well to honesty, then maybe you need to reevaluate their position in your life. Not that you need to cut them out, but I think being able to like open yourself up like that to someone because being honest is being vulnerable mm -hmm. ultimately. So I think that's really beautiful. And just to think like people are ready for honesty. You and I will say get people around you that want it. Like you said, surround yourself with people who are going to be honest with you. I remember when we did the intrusive thoughts episode, it was a big deal because I was really scared to do it. I was like, I think people are going to think I'm quote unquote crazy or like this is not going to go well. And you're like, I think you should do it and make you feel better. And it did. And in that, I've gotten so many messages from so many of you that make me so happy. We're all in this together. We really are. Think about that. We really are. Also, I know that Griff, she must have been in a relationship with someone who could not have honest conversations. He ran from everything and she was trying to show him honesty. Sometimes really good art can come out of situations where one person was not ready for honesty. You're scared of lights? Go see a show. Speaking of which, you need to come see Ride Live. So we're going to talk about that very soon. We're going to be on tour. We're hitting a lot of the cities that you asked for, not Florida, but a lot of the places that you've asked for. Sorry, if I can't wear a wig, I'm not going. So register to vote. I love you, Mary Beth. This was electric. Love you, kid. You're the freaking best. I love you, kid. You're scared to love. I gotta go. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe, eyes on the road. Benny, look out! Ride, ride, ride. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.